Mrs. Mungrel. Hi. It's the Mungrel podcast, number three for this season. Goodness. You're excited to be here, I can tell. You put on such a fake smile and laugh when we do this. <laughs> I'm dying inside. I'm sure that people can't pick up on it. Absolutely yeah. positive. I love football. Oh, yes. Yep. Good one. Um, Thank you. So tell us, how's your week been? It's been very busy, but my new job is going very well. Sort yes, of. wait, wait. Level. Oh, I'm level five now. Level five. I'm level sorry. five. Should I address you differently? Please do. G'day. <laughs> hey, sup? Ms. Mungrel. <laughs> it's highly professional if you call yourself Ms. Ms., is it? Yeah, you don't want to be Mrs. Yes, I do. Or you do. Maybe you do. I'm all right with that. All right. Please continue with your week. I have a new friend. I have two new friends. What? Yes. Friends? We don't have friends. I have work friends. Like, beyond Katie. Hi, Katie. Katie's (laughs) listening again. Gosh, nothing better to do with her time. Poor Katie. She just loves us. You. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fair. (laughs) Anyway. So, Mr. Mungo. Yes. Let me tell you about memberships. Oh, hang on a second. Now you're throwing me all off kilter here. Yeah. Membership options. Mrs. Mungrel, what do you got? I got a new friend. No, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, we have two levels of membership that are the main ones, Mrs. Mungrel. And I tell you this every week. You think maybe you could absorb some, just to maybe just one little Tony Skerrick. So the entry level is uh, Mungrel members. And with that, you get early access to the good, bad and ugly reviews every weekend, of which there's usually four. Otherwise, if I do more of them, I kind of die a little bit inside. Oh, like me. <laughs> you don't do any of them. <laughs> no, that's true. You get your weekly wingman rankings. You get your uh, midfielder championship belt. Very important. I've just spent... Is like, this the first level or the second level? First. Oh. I've just spent like two hours today compiling a history of the midfielder championship belt. That's what I do with my time. <sighs> yeah. I'm on leave, people, please. I don't just you know, buggerize around with this all the time and do nothing i wish i could but i don't and uh i've lost my train of thought i'm sure there's other stuff second, you get second here standalone articles as well uh we just released one on sam walsh connor rosie zach butters and bailey smith and where they sit at the moment in their respective careers as compared to each other they're all from the same draft did you know that mrs mongrel i did not there you go you're learning something new every day no because i didn't listen to the people you're talking Bailey about. Bailey Connor, yeah. Buttersmith. <laughs> Buttersmith? That Buttersmith. sounds like a biscuit. <laughs> yeah, he's, it's his business. What are you? I'm a Buttersmith. How do you make that? Oh, I just hit the milk with a hammer. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Until it turns into butter. <laughs> and then there's a the second tier of membership, which gets you the Defensive Player of the Year, Weekly Player Rankings, as well as Fortnightly X Factor Rankings as well. How about that from memory? Uh, guys, you might be interested to know we're operating without a net today, so usually we have copious amounts of notes for our podcasts. Today, we have four topics on a whiteboard. But that's on purpose, because you last f- time, oh, everything just went a bit wrong, didn't it? Well, someone was uh, was getting a bit overexcited with his, uh, with his stats and stuff, and Mrs. Mungrel said, hey, HB, actually, no, no names. But one of the female members of this podcast said to them, one of the male members that he needs to settle on down. I so, did. So I am. I'm settling right down. Mrs. Mungle, would you like to help me out with the weekend review or would you prefer I do it all myself? Oh, look, I don't want to 
Don't want to step I, on my I, toes? I don't want to step on your toes, and I don't know don't what wanna, happened this week. Don't want to steal my thunder? <laughs> no one uh, did anything. Oh, wait, no, there was an yes, incident, but on. I want to talk about that later. Yeah, big yeah. incident in Mrs. Mungle's life this week. Yep. Has kind of made her walk a bit taller. Um, maybe slide down in her seat a little bit better. Maybe uh, <laughs> just go and spend some time Careful by herself. <laughs> just, to think, just to think things over. Anyway, we'll get to that. So the Tigers put the dogs in their place in the second half. After looking like world beaters in the first half, the dogs fell in a heap. Richmond came out, turned up the pressure, really showed that they are still the real deal this year. They were looking at possibly losing, was it you know, going three wins and four losses? Nah, they're not that bad. Richmond, back in the hunt, definitely. They've got Geelong this week, which will be very interesting. The Suns beat the Pies at the MCG, which usually would be enough to put a coach with one win out the door. So Nathan Buckley holding on by the skin of his teeth at the moment, and a big win for the Suns. They were wrapped. Uh, Their fans were actually chanting Gold Coast, Gold Coast, mocking the Collingwood fans that usually do that at the MCG. That was great to see. Ben King kick five. Our buddy Hugh Greenwood and Tuke Miller, best players on the ground. So it was good good to see those guys, actually. blonde Hugh? Blonde, tall Hugh with a little goatee. Oh, yeah. Looks like Errol Flynn a little bit. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, he's very dashing looking. Without a sword. Or maybe he does, I don't know. (laughs) Who knows what he gets up to. (laughs) GWS whacked Adelaide. Um, Mrs. Mungrel took an interest in this game for the first 30 seconds. When Tex came out, took a big mark and kicked the first goal of the game. And from that point on, he was barely sighted. A young bloke for GWS called Sam Taylor did a fantastic job on him. And you'd be uh, you'd be pretty happy if you were Leon Cameron going into state and picking up a big win like that. Good on you, Leon. Yeah. I thought you might want to uh, talk about Tex a little bit there because you did come out to see him kick the first goal <laughs> and then retreated back into your little hidey hole which also doubles as the under the bed studio <laughs> it is my hidey hole um no I, um, you know everyone knows what i think about tex mm, and if you don't know you'll learn pretty quick <laughs> they had a uh, josh kelly and whitfield both play on the wings this week which was really interesting they played on seedsman and shoal and did the job on them they controlled the outside which was really gratifying to see i hope that Leon Cameron doesn't screw around with his wingman for the next couple of rounds because... What are you laughing at? No, I don't mean screw around with his wingman like he's going to take him down the back alley and bend him over a chair. Oh, my God. Why are you like this? Because you're sitting there smiling and got this, like, uh, Dr. Evil look on your face. Anyway, so I hope they retain that structure and you see Kelly and Whitfield on the wing more. St Kilda walloped the Hawks. It was very, very sad, but it was a belting, and I don't want to talk about it. I know that Brad Brad Hill returned to form. Of course, he'd returned to form against Hawthorne because we lack a bit of mongrel, and usually I'd like to see players get into him and make sure he does some of the things he doesn't like to do, like earn the footy and play defense, but Hawthorne didn't do that, and he played the game on his terms. Uh, Zach Jones, best game of the season, best game of his career at St Kilda, so... Things are looking up a little bit for the Saints. You'd be pretty happy about that. Yeah. Back on the bandwagon? Never really left. I told you, I've got like, what, four teams, five teams? If you had like six feet, you'd have one in each of the team's camps. If you were a spider, it'd be perfect. <laughs> God. 
You can just be like, yeah, oh, look, I don't mind Gold Coast. Yeah, I don't mind Adelaide. Actually, I've got a foot over many, in. That's too many. You've got to have a couple of spare. Now, two of them are your hands. Ooh. Six legs and two hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> anyway, Sydney beat the Cats. Uh, lots of controversy because the umpire ruled that one of the last kicks of the game didn't go 15 metres. They've stepped it out. It went something like 22 metres, but the call went against Geelong. So there's been this outcry of poor me from Geelong. This is the same team that basically won against Brisbane because the umpire didn't call a free kick against them, which was a blatant free kick. So, you know, what goes around comes around, I think. That's one they've lost because of the umpires and one they won because of the umpires. It balances out. Geelong not your favourite, are they? No. Yeah. Oh, well, they're not mine either, truth mm. be told. And that's due to, you know, one of our writers who's a vocal Geelong supporter. Who's that? Julian. Julian oh. Russo. He writes the article that everyone bags out and says, you know, oh, this guy is too opinionated and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Isn't isn't that the point of an opinion piece? <laughs> yeah, but you don't have crap opinions. <laughs> that all like He wrote a, wrote a section about Melbourne and somehow bring it back to Geelong. So... It's kind of made me dislike Geelong a little bit. Oh, gosh. Yes. The Lions beat Port. Big statement from the Lions. 49 points. Felt like more. Our other friend, Hugh McLuggage. Best on the ground for mine. Another ripping game for him. He, and I'll give away a little bit because I'm releasing this later on. Number one in our mongrel votes. He's hit the top of the table after round seven. The D's beat North, but they had to work for it. Uh, took him till probably, or might have been just before three-quarter time, might have been just after, for him to hit the front. And uh, Ben Brown had his comeback against his old team ruined a little bit by a young bloke called Ben McKay. And Ben McKay's got a twin brother, plays for Carlton. You're looking shocked about this, like someone couldn't possibly have a twin. There's two sets of twins in the How AFL. What happened? Magic, I love it. So there's the King brothers. Yeah. And there's the McKay brothers. One of the McKay brothers plays full forward for Carlton. The other one plays full back for North Melbourne. So when they play each other, guess who's going to play on each other? Patrick Cripps and Jack Siebel. Speaking of Carlton, they played Essendon in an absolute cracker. Uh, 123-107 was the final score. So absolute heap of scoring. Fantastic footy to watch. And a young bloke named Sam Walsh, I mentioned him with one of our members' articles before. He... He is doing things that he shouldn't be doing at 20 years old. Like smoking. <laughs> Terrible. You're such an old man. Yeah, like staying out when the streetlights are on. Terrible young man. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's playing fantastic footy and would be pushing for Carlton's best player at the moment. So it wouldn't surprise me if if he probably wins their best and fairest this year. you got Patrick Cripps there probably not playing the sort of footy we're used to seeing from him. Maybe he's carrying an injury... Maybe he's got one foot out at the door. Who knows? Unsigned for next year. And uh, Walsh has really stepped it up. Finally, you had West Coast beating Fremantle. It was just the 11th time in a row they've beat their crosstown rival. So, bit of soul-searching for Fremantle. They've got to pull their finger out and actually make a stand. Like, getting punched in the face isn't making a stand. That's what happened a couple of years ago. Who got punched in the face? That young bloke, Brayshaw, when Gaff punched him. Oh, no. And I'd like to see them really fly the flag. If you're going to go down, go down swinging. 
Tim Kelly had 42 touches in his best game by a mile for West Coast. Andrew Gaff had his best game for the year as well. On a bright note for Fremantle, though, Brennan Cox had 21 percenters. One percenters count as like bumps when you knock someone over or spoils when you punch the ball out of bounds. Yep. Only seven other blokes, no, six other blokes have ever done that in the history of the game. So he picked up 20 of those. No one really spoke about it because it's not a sexy stat. People don't love that sort of stuff. I love unsexy statistics. That's brilliant. Yep, one in five people know that, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mrs. Mungrel, you've actually done a bit of research this week. Oh, yes, I did. It's, yes. been, it's been your job. Last week mm-hmm. you came completely unprepared on the half-hour oh, totally. notice that I gave you. Yeah, that was... Unacceptable. <laughs> Woeful. On, on both accounts. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we might uh, just hand over to you and you can lead, lead the discussion on the best boyfriend material in the AFL. Well, this is going to be a little bit contentious. Always. Last time you basically did the best husband material. Well, look, I know who I'd like to marry. I can't remember who they were. Trent Cotchin, I think, was top of the list. Of Trent Cotchin is a li- very, very sound marry. young man. Yeah, all right. Yeah, he tears a muscle a little bit too easily these days. He'll be out this week. Oh. Strained a hamstring. Just retreated to the bench after playing a big game, sat there, had a bit of a pensive look on his face. I was like, wow, look at him deep in thought. I reckon he's thinking about McNuggets. <laughs> That's what I think about. That's that's my future husband. Yeah, look at him. (laughs) His hair was still good. His hair's always good. Anyway, top boyfriend material. Now, I think we're going to argue about this first one immediately. I I, I don't doubt it. But, you know, despite his ridiculously young age, he's top of my list. Yes. Matt Rao. Matt Rao? Yep. Is he like 19? I think he's 22. He's 20, 25. <laughs> maybe that's like the size of his thigh. He's 20, 25 inches, but you're anyway, a cradle snatcher. Not, not What sort of person goes out with someone like 10, 12 years <laughs> their, their junior? I don't know. Some sick freak. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible people. If I knew one of them, I'd mm. probably fix them right up. Yeah, be disgusted. Maybe you mm. can fix my planet. <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. Um... Anyway, our new buddy, Sharon, on Facebook. Is that Sharon? Big big Shaz? Or little Shaz? Shaz? I don't know what Shabs. Shaz we have. I don't know. I think we've only got Sharon. one. Sharon. Okay. Sharon? I like Sharon. Sharon had it right. She said that Matt tucks in his shirt. We like that. He looks, he looks neat. He makes notes. Neat as in snazzy. <laughs> oh, that's so neat. Like that. <laughs> From the 1960s no, no. Happy Days era? No? no, and I'm annoyed at you now because I do say snazzy. <laughs> yes, well, there's a reason I used it. Anyway, he makes notes. On? I don't know what he writes in his notebook. I don't really care. I just think it's adorable. Maybe he re- he likes the notebook. Oh, I like oh, him even more. All the women like him now. <laughs> and he gets injured a lot. So he, he does. have plenty of time to, you know, spend with a lucky lady. I need a lot of massages, Gary Rowan style. How dare you sully this with Gary Rowan? Could be a good boyfriend, who knows? Please continue. <laughs> Look on your face right now. Little bit yes. scared. No, no, it's complete confidence. 
Anyway, and I also think he's just a really handsome guy. Well, I'm a bit disturbed by this. He's young enough to be your redheaded stepchild. And I'm old enough to beat him like your redhead, redheaded stepchild. He's old enough to be my stepchild. Very, it's, very concerning. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at you through a different lens at the moment. Are you? I've got two. I've got glasses on, so I'm just closing one eye. <laughs> I'm seeing pretty clearly what's going on in your head. Next. Oh, really? Okay. All right. So this is no surprise. It's Tex. Tex who? The girl that plays for Gold Coast. What? Perkins? What? Sarah Perkins? Who are you talking about? Tex. The Tex. Oh my god. What is wrong with you? Walker. I think, Texas Ranger. I think you're a little bit unnerved, like unnerved by this. Uh, his moustache. I don't like it. I don't care about that. What is it? What is it in 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 a nutshell that... Uh, He's in such good shape. Like, I... It's absurd. I never like the crows. Who cares about the crows? Now, so on board with the crows. Love them. Amazing. And, you know, you know what they say? I don't know what they say. Here for a good time, not a long time. (laughs) Well, you wouldn't be there for the intellectual discussions with him, would you? You'd discuss the Middle East with him, perhaps. You know, perhaps uh, America's trade relations with China. I'm level five now. Yes. I don't have enough capacity for this. Just 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 lay down, Tex. Anyway, yeah, so... Well, look, I'll give you Tex. He I'm can, gross, I'm, um, yeah. Perhaps I'll uh, steer away from Adelaide, Adelaide Games for a little while. It, it might be wise. Um, please continue. Isaac Heaney. Isaac Heaney? Yeah, and that's because my stepdaughter says that he's a sweetie, and she's so cute. I'm not sure she so knows cute, this. So... Do you think she means sweetie as in he's a sweet guy, or... Hey, he's pretty sweetie. Uh, Is that a word these days? I've got no idea what young people use to describe young men. (laughs) Anyway, I think he looks a bit like an albino. Or perhaps he could could have been the guy from the Da Vinci Code. No. Hanging out behind some bookshelves. He's adorable. He actually looks... Like my ex-boyfriend's sister, which is really weird for me. But That's why he's so hot, is it? He's on the list because your your daughter thinks he's a bit of a cutie. So, mm. you know, that counts. I'm not sure about this daughter <laughs> infiltrating the podcast, <laughs> sinking her talons into discussions. Oh, it's, this is about a dumb discussion about... Didn't even know she had talons. <laughs> I don't know what this podcast has become. It's yeah, just getting it's, trashier and trashier. It's rocketing downhill. Uh, so, Petrarca and Oliver. Petrarca and Oliver. They have first names? Christian Petrarca Thank and you. Clayton Oliver. Well done. Boom. Look at me. Demons fan now. So, they... Uh, yeah, two for one there. Date both of them. At the same time. <laughs> Why not? I, I think Petrarca might uh, just nudge... Clayton out of the way and just say, hey, you go and sit over there, Clayton, you can maybe watch. Oh. Watch. What's, too much. Too watch, much. Uh, watch yourself, watch buddy. Watch this nice candlelit dinner. It's very romantic because you're a good boyfriend. Now, mm. there was a moment on the weekend when oh my God. Christian Petrarca endeared what himself even further to you. Perhaps you can enlighten everybody and they can track down the footage because it was it was this actually was pretty remarkable. funny. remarkable. Ben Brown was doing an interview and in the background you could just see Petrarca wandering over in a towel. And he just kind of looks over his shoulder at the camera and drops the towel. 
<laughs> he was wearing underwear. He's just in his little shorts, and then he hops on the scale, or whatever. I don't even know what he was doing. And um, I think, is it Stephen May? I think it could have been Stephen May. Just came up and pulled his undies down a little bit and smacked him on the bum and then walked off. And the best part about it was that HB just called me over almost in a panic, like I had to see this immediately. And he was just like, you have to see this. Look, 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 watch this. You'll love it. Now, <laughs> this what, is my husband. What won me over with that is that Petrarca had this cheeky little wink at the camera and also flexed. He did. <laughs> toward the camera. And I wanted to ask you this. What was Ben Brown saying? I have no idea. No one has any idea because no one actually cared. Everyone was watching Petrarca. Well, the, the footage we saw was obviously recorded off the TV. And the guy didn't even bother focusing on Ben Brown, but actually zoomed in on Petrarca <laughs> with his pants half down in the background. Oh, so my God. Just when you think, you know, you couldn't like him anymore. Yeah, he did that. He uh, gets his pants pulled down on on live TV. I have, um, I have honestly never met a man as confident as you. Forget I didn't pull Petrarca. my pants down. <laughs> Forget Petrarca. You, yeah, you call over your wife to show her that. I just... Yeah, well, he's on TV. You're a... If he was in our lounge room, I'd be probably a little bit less confident about the situation. <laughs> what about Oliver? What's what's the attraction here? I mean... He's a cutie is this some, pie. You mentioned he had a silk mask on at one point. Is that is this like some sick COVID <laughs> you know, fetish? Yeah, I have. That you um, have? No. He takes his mask off and you're like, oh, no. His hair always sticks up and, you know, he's well, always just... There's an attractive feature. He's got a goofy little smile. I think he'd be great boyfriend material. Oh, God. Anyway, next. I think he'd be shy about holding hands and stuff. It would be really cute. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> next is one of my favourites, Jesse Hogan. Wow. Okay. Um, where do we start with <laughs> Jesse Hogan? Can I tell you why first? Yes. Okay, so every time I hear his name... I think of Jesse the Body Ventura and Hulk Hogan. Well, now you're talking my and language. And I think it's just, it's just the best. I love well, it. let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> I didn't like the Fremantle Duckers, brother. So I decided to come to GWS, brother. I had some issues over there in Western Australia, brother. <sighs> I regret this now. Brother. What's next, brother? Yeah, so what's wrong with Jesse Hogan? Ooh. Oh, is he a philanderer? No, no. Do you know Dennis Rodman's dad's name is Philander? His first name? That's... that's. I always found that amazing. I read read a biography about him years and years ago. And as soon as I read, like, oh, his dad's name's Philander. What was his grandpa thinking? Maybe he's named after his grandpa. grandpa, Not by name, but by action. Goodness. Then we talked about, you know, people with funny surnames and how they got them in the first place, like Isaac Cumming. Yeah. And so on and so forth. Yeah. Matt Suckling. Philander. Hello. Anyway. <laughs> Philander. Philander Rodman. Um, Jesse Hogan had some issues when he was at Fremantle. Uh, yeah, look, I might just leave it at that. He's turned over a new leaf. Well, he needed to. He's got to. a lot of life experience. Yes. Well done. He's uh, he's he's moved past his misspent youth. Exactly. Geez, you can tell I work in the industry, can't you? (laughs) 
And I have I have two honourable mentions here. Brother. <laughs> Jack Higgins. Jack Higgins? Yeah. What's this like? A, you're going to need a translator you if know, you go I out with him. I absolutely loved him from the minute I saw him talk and I couldn't understand a word he said. Just brilliant. Now, his, I believe it was his girlfriend that made a complaint about the Western Bulldogs partying up in the hub last season. Well, that'd make him popular and her popular. I think she did it on like Twitter or Instagram or something. No. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they're playing good football at the moment, so maybe the Saints should get it, get amongst it. Yeah, it takes, takes, takes 12 months, but... I want to see him back in front of the camera. doesn't happen overnight, but it interviews. does happen. That's, that's where he really shines. Yeah, we actually played a really good game on the weekend too, so I think everyone in St Kilda played a good game against Hawthorne. Out of everybody hard. in the footy world, the two people who I want on the podcast are Dermot and Jack Higgins. Get him in the under the bed under the bed studios and No, I can't. I'd be loose. too shy if Dermot you can was leave. here. We I'll can't just, have I'll Dermot talk to here. Him. Okay. And uh, I'll just relay your questions to them. All right, I'll just text you from the balcony. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Robbie Gray's the last one. Robbie Gray? Yeah. These blokes are getting a bit old here. You've got one that's 19 years old and Robbie Gray's, you know, 33, 33, I think. Yeah. yeah. 30, probably 30 up is acceptable. <laughs> Anything younger than that's just not really... So you've got both ends of the spectrum right. here. You've got the youthful in enthusiasm. <laughs> and you've got the 33-year-old enthusiasm, which still isn't that good, by the way. <laughs> Once you get to 40, guys, you actually know what you're doing. <laughs> or you can fake it really well. But um, that that's your boyfriend material, is it? Yeah. Well, I just want to say I'm shocked. Appalled. <laughs> And somewhat intrigued. <laughs> so, uh, look. I've got amazing taste. You sure do, brother. Really do. Oh. All right, brother. We this might move on to her. as Mrs. Green Luggage. Like Mc Green Luggage. Mc and oh. if you don't be careful, she'll be making a return because her boys are playing good football. No, no. Yeah, you're scared of Mrs. Mc Green Luggage, aren't you? Yeah. I might move on because I've got a segment here that uh, I thought you might enjoy. Because you're always talking about what people look like. In in a playful kind of happy way. Ha ha ha. Oh, we're very happy, joyful people. We're are not we? being insulting. Oh, are no. We? No, 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 no. No, sometimes I am, but usually... It's more like you're like, oh, that look, that guy looks like a... It's like that guy who looks like a fighter pilot. Yeah, Joe Danaher. Yeah. And the one who looks like the cleaning product superhero, yeah. Jeremy Cameron. That's right. So you make these little, little comparisons, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. So I was thinking, if these footballers gave up football today, what would their jobs be? Right? So I've got a few names here. I've got my ideas written down. And it might be a bit tough for you because I'm giving you these questions without notice. No list, remember? Love it. Yeah, you love it. I can see you kind I'm of panicking. now. Yeah, look at you go. All right. <laughs> what do you think Ben Brown would be? He'd work at a vegan cafe. Not necessarily cooking, but probably behind the coffee machine, but he'd also talk too much. And you'd be waiting, and he'd be talking, and you'd be like, I'm not coming back here. This is rubbish. I hate it. I hate it, man. It's vegan. I wouldn't go there in the first place. Um, I think he'd make a great children's birthday clown. I think he'd look fantastic with oversized shoes, because he can't run. As it is, like he kind of, he, can't, he can really he? his knees kind of come up, like he almost hit him in the chin. Yeah, all right. 
And I just think he could he could really make the kids laugh or cry, you know. That way their parents are the hero. They come in, they knock the clown out. You're like, hey, you stupid damn clown. Smack. He runs. I hate to say this. He runs like an unfit mum. Like me. Ooh. He runs like me. That's what I'm saying. You don't run. <laughs> oh, that's what you're saying. Well, you've seen me run on the football oval. I have. Mm. It's been uh, it's been an experience. It's an, it is an experience. <laughs> you saw me run there. My calf exploded. <laughs> Remember that? We're such a good couple. Get the limb to the car and they have to drive home. You're like, should we stop at the shops? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> we can barely walk. Let's go to the shops. Okay. <laughs> Scott Lysette. What would you do with him? In terms of jobs. Work, working jobs. Just digging myself a hole. I didn't say a word then. You, you did that. Um... I can't remember who Scott Lassett is. Is he the one with the hair that I like? And a moustache. He plays for Port Adelaide. Oh, right. Oh, goodness. He'd be one of those hipster barbers that you go into and you're not really sure if it's a barber shop or... He's like six foot six or something. If I went in there and he was cutting my hair and he was doing a shit job... You wouldn't say anything. I'd just let him cut my hair yeah. off. <laughs> so yeah. Just keep going. That's all right. Don't worry about the blood. It's fine. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. I've got fine. lots of it. Here's a tip. Thank you. <laughs> I reckon you could play a Wild West theme park actor. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Go yeah. up to the Gold Coast. They've got that. Oh, they used to have that River Rapids ride at Movie World or something. He'd make a great outlaw. Hey, you varmints. Come out and start, you know, swinging his six shooter around. I love it. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Charlie Dixon. Oh, I like him. Yep. Big man, beard. What could you see him doing? I want him to be doing something super cute, like a preschool teacher, so that when you meet him and he says, oh... I'm just shaking my head. I'm a preschool teacher. You think... (sighs) All right. I'm a very simple man. This is the best thing ever. I'm a very simple man. Mm -hmm. I look at someone and I think, here's what he could be. Given what we know about him, yeah, but and you're I like, oh, he should be a preschool teacher. <laughs> Given his experience and obviously what he does in the field with Char- young Charlie children. Dixon, he must be over 30. Yes, he is. Tick. Pretty tall, good-looking kind of fella. Tick. Well, you know, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. He's pretty tall, though. <laughs> <laughs> that that one you're sure of. Yeah. Does have a beard. Does have know, a beard. I don't know what that means. I like a beard. That's got some pretty poor tattoos, I have to say. Yeah. Well, we're not big on tattoos, but... No. I thought he'd make a good lumberjack. Just chopping down trees, chucking it over his shoulder That's like a whole... super attractive, yes. ...tree trunk, walking through the forest like a, you know, like a shaved-down Bigfoot. <laughs> you painted a beautiful picture right up until the end. Well, he's got the facial hair. I don't know what he's like under the, under the Guernsey. I reckon he could be a waxer, personally. <laughs> We can't have that. You know that. That's what? just not. A waxer? Oh, yeah, no. Off the list. He's off the list. Off all the lists if he's so a So I reckon Petrarca might be a waxer. <laughs> 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 all right. Eric Hipwood. Oh, goodness. Brisbane Lions. Very tall, lanky. Shelf stacker at Coles. <laughs> well, he can reach the high section. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can you get those beans down? <laughs> no, he's a catwalk model. Yeah, he, he would be. He's got the cheekbones. Yeah. 
he, he looks if someone like, did his makeup, he'd be. He looks like he belongs in a George Michael music video. Wow. Yeah, him. Um, who, which, You're who, real old. <laughs> whoever else was a supermodel. <laughs> I can't remember. Like, I think Naomi Campbell yeah, was in it. Yeah, probably. I think Cindy Crawford. Claudia Schiffer. Claudia Schiffer. Yeah. And Eric Hipwood. What a quartet. Charlie Cameron. Charlie Cameron. Little moustache, indigenous guy, plays for Brisbane Lions. Does the motorcycle thingamajig. Yep. So what would be his job? The little moustache always made me think of, like, guys that, like, row the gondolas. Oh, really? I thought you were going to say, like, Hitler. Oh, no. Oh, my God. (laughs) He could be a dictator. So, you know, he could... He could do boat rides. Um, little thing I want to add about him before I give you my answer. On the weekend, he kicked a goal and turned out it was touched, right? Usually a player would try and put one over the umpires by celebrating and stuff. He just shook his head immediately, like, no, nah, set up for a point. So incredibly honest, right? Oh my God. And earlier in the game, he was going for the ball and inadvertently struck another player and actually stopped going after the ball to, to apologise to stop and see if the guy was all right. He's now on the boyfriend material. Oh my straight Charlie on. Cameron! I love it. Oh Look my at God. this stand-up guy. Anyway, he would possibly be the worst motorcycle racer in history. Yes. Because no one has told him that you don't two hand. You don't. Yeah. Th- use the throttle with both hands. How do I know that? And he doesn't know that. I don't know. Maybe he's just like you know living out his fantasy when he rode his push bike around like. He's, <laughs> Trying to pop a mono or something. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know why he revs the, the motorbike with both hands, but he He's does. He's right up there with Trent Cotchin now. Yeah, look. That's actually husband material stuff. He doesn't have good hair. I'm going to overlook it. Maybe you could refer him to uh, young Mr. Adrian, who does your hair. <laughs> He's great. He's pricey. <laughs> He's great. He's worth it. Oh. Jake Stringer. Oh, oh, look at this. She's, she's recoiled here. <laughs> Jake Stringer. You know if someone threw a dead rat in front of someone and they would just go, oh, and they'd recoil and their hands would go up and they'd physically wreck. That's how you just reacted when I said the name. Wait for it. Jake Stringer. <laughs> oh, well, there she goes. What are you doing to me? It's like you've been hitting the face with a fish. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, I don't know anything bad enough, really. I'm trying to think of of something that I, got, I really hate. I got one that matches his actions on the ground. So nothing to do with him as a person. But every time he goes for the ball and he either doesn't mark it or doesn't get a free kick, he throws his arms out to the side like he's um, Christ the Redeemer, basically, up up on the hill in Rio de Janeiro. So he's standing there, his arms are out, he's got this pained expression. I reckon you make a great traffic cop. You just start waving these people through, you guys over there, stop. Yeah, you, come on, just wave your arms. Oh, I just whacked the, just whacked the microphone, I got so excited. But anyway, we're going to leave that in because it shows I was really into that You're section. You're very animated. I was. It's a shame this is was, a video. I was animated. And, look, I personally am a bit sick of him throwing his arms out and acting as though he's the innocent party in every single instance he's involved in the play. 
So it's like he he can't believe this sense of entitlement that every time he goes near the ball, it should be his. And I'm like, peace off, Jake. Go and get a different job. Traffic cop for you. Either that or a parking inspector, because no one likes him. All jobs are too good for him. I'm sorry. Do you think he should be a bum? Yeah. That's that's my goal, you know. To be a bum, is it? Well, goes like level six, level five, level four, bum. <laughs> I'm slowly working my way down. Awesome. Okay, that's good to know about my life partner. Good. Just call me a life partner. Husband. No, husband. You're a li- you've been demoted to life partner. Oh, I'm working my way down, see? <laughs> Tim English. Tim, oh, with the hair. With the brain hair. With the big hair, yeah. I think Tim English should be Susan Alberti's son. Oh, I know who that is. Yep. They've got the same hairdo. I think he should work in a pet shop. (laughs) (laughs) Grooming or grooming dogs, not people? No, he just, you know, he's there. He likes the hamsters, likes to look at the fish. Oh, gosh. I don't want to go down this path, I don't think. (laughs) I don't know what Tim English could be up to in the pet shop. Uses all the different types of combs that you get for different types of pets. I think he should get all his hair cut off first. He should get the dog clippers and just get rid of it. He looks like he's got his brain on the outside of his head. He's just experimenting. Well, he's been he's experimenting for like, he's to do that. for like four years with that hairstyle. The experiment's over, Tim. You can't live with your brain on the outside of your head. <laughs> now, I just want to say, HP cuts his hair by just using clippers and going all over. And then I have to come along with a pair of scissors. You don't have to. And snip off all the little bits and tufts that he misses. I'm all right with the tufts. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you paid for a haircut? Uh, 2009. Mm, yep. Look at all that money I saved. And where is it? I have no idea. I think I have it. You have it. <laughs> I have all That's your right. money. Here's one for you. <gasps> Gary Rowan. Why would you put Gary Rowan and Jake Stringer in the same Easy segment? to find jobs for him. Very easy. Is it? Because I wouldn't hire them. Relationship counsellor. <laughs> You can see, like, oh, look, you know, he sits down with the husband and wife. They're there, and he says to the husband, look, I think you need to leave the room for a few minutes. I think you should leave him. Just lay on the couch. Or the bed. (laughs) Wherever you like. It's a day bed. I'll just lock the door. Oh, my God. Yep, relationship counsellor. Has his name all over it. This guy, absolute winner. So sad. Because prior to his indiscretions... It would have made the uh, the boyfriend the list. boyfriend list. Well, maybe redhead, good-looking guy. He's not a good-looking guy. Why do you keep saying that about <laughs> redheads? <laughs> what colour's your hair? Mine's. I'm a brunette with a fair bit of grey sprinkled in. Yeah, yep. Silver fox. You are a silver. And he's fox. a red fox. Yeah. A fennec fox. Ooh. Yeah, they're pretty cute. They are cute. Yeah, but. Humans, not not really. Matt Rao, pretty cute. Tim O'Brien. I don't know who Tim O'Brien is. He's redhead. Is he? Yep. You're looking him up, so I will tell you while you look him look him up. He should be a juggler. Because he almost catches it all the time. Oh, but yeah, the ball manages to stay in the air and just drops out of his hand the last minute. So for the, 
people have been you saying to me, oh, about him. oh, I do. He's he's a hawk. He's a hawk. I kind of wish he wasn't. But people keep saying to me, oh, he's a young player. He's developing. He's 27. This is it. He's not getting any better. No, he's almost in my age bracket. Really? Well. Maybe his boyfriend material. <laughs> a bit fumbly. <laughs> Probably wouldn't wouldn't like that. I uh, would be impressed. All right, I'll give you another one. David Mundy. He's doing very well lately. He's doing very well. It's like he's uh, an anti-aging clinician. Clinician? Yeah. Clinician is the word. Isn't it? I think oh, it is. It's not a body part. <laughs> hey, that's a nice clinician you've got there. Gosh. <laughs> your, your, your clinician's in great condition. <laughs> Anyway. And this is why you are now somewhat unemployed. <laughs> Long service leave. <laughs> Not unemployed. I'm still getting paid. More than I thought. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's playing great football at age 34, I believe he is. Getting better with age. Something's up there. What's he doing? He's gone to one of those anti-aging clinics, and he's, uh, he's uh, trying to wrangle a job. And at the probably, clinic? He'll probably get one, too. It's like a poster boy for him. All right, next one. Nick Revolt. Hang on, he's not a current football player. Look, I didn't set parameters for this. <gasps> I didn't know that was part of this. Nick Revolt. Oh, vampire. Yes, I actually had manager of the blood bank. <laughs> so, so, yes, he does look like a vampire. <laughs> and... Yeah, it'll be just like someone at the blood bank to put him in charge. Oh, stocks are running low again. Make sure you get down and donate. Nick's wiping his mouth, <laughs> wiping the blood from the corners of his mouth. People check him out. He looks dead set like a vampire. If you threw him into a, you know, Christopher Lee or something in one of those old movies, you go, oh, wow, that vampire is perfectly cast. He's a weirdo. There's a picture, and I've mentioned this before, of this sort of frizzy-haired, googly-eyed dog. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's me in dog form. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> so whenever I hear you say something like, you know, oh, Nick looks like a vampire, I'm always like, lucky bugger. That's <laughs> oh, so much better Because you look like the dog. Yeah. Gotcha. I get where you're going now, finally, When once you got there. Roundabout, yeah, mm-hmm. eventually. Next, Dom Sheed. Can we get to Dermot already? No, I don't have Dermot on the list. Why can't Dermot be on the list? Because I made the list. I like Dermot. I asked you if you wanted to do some, and you I said, I said no. I said, no, I'm not. Go away. <laughs> Pretty much. Dom Sheed. Dom Sheed. I don't know who he is. Hold on. Dom Sheed? Yep. You go ahead. Serial killer. What? Zero remorse. Really? Zero emotion. Went back, kicked that goal in 2018 from the boundary. To give West Coast the grand final. Doesn't have to worry about... Doesn't worry about consequences. Just goes for it. looks it. like a baker. Okay, that's much better. He can he be looks, a baker. He looks like a baker who specialises in bread, but nice bread, like gourmet sourdoughs and... and donuts? Kind of, no donuts. He doesn't have any donuts. Oh, he's a Brunswick. He's a Brunswick baker. A Miss Brunswick. Yeah, we're not going back. Mm. Nat Fife. Stoner. Just a stoner <laughs> on the beach, not doing anything. Just surfing and then drinking 
um, shots of, I don't know, what is it? I don't drink. <laughs> no, like that weird grass juice stuff. Wheatgrass juice, that's Wheat it. Wheatgrass juice. Yeah. That's a thing, is it? Yeah. All right. And always strutting around with his wetsuit halfway down. That's how yeah. I imagine him living Nips his out. Life. Nips yeah. out. Nips that. out that. <laughs> He's at it again. I think he'd make a great grief counsellor. Why? He just lost to West Coast for the 11th oh, time in a row. Ouch. He's had to deal with loss for basically the last 10 years. Right, yep. And he could probably talk a few people through, look, I know what you're feeling. I too know what it's like to lose constantly. So yes, poor Whack. old Nat. Poor old Nat. He, to, his, to his credit, he flew the flag in the last quarter. He looked like he actually gave a shit. But he's playing on a team that, for whatever reason, can't get over the hump against West Coast and... Poor old Nat. He needs to talk his teammates through it. What a sad, sad case. Just be a stoner. I get it. Yeah, you should. Sean Attlee. Who are these people that you're talking about? Great question. Do you know why why it's a great question? Why? Because his job should be sitting in the back corner of some office and no one knows what he does. No one knows what his job is. And he's just there every single week collecting a paycheck. Yeah, because that's how he plays football. And I he's work gonna, with a lot of those. <laughs> he's going to end up possibly a three hundred game player for North Melbourne by the time he's done. And I could list his achievements, other than playing that many games, on no fingers. You could cut my hands off, and I could count on my fingers how many achievements he's got. I have no idea how he retains his spot, but he's in there week after week after week, and even North Melbourne. Supporters agree with me on this. They have no idea what his role is on this team. He actually does look like... He vaguely reminds me of a guy at work, and I don't know what he does. I just know that every time something goes wrong... He runs? He's he's there. What's his <laughs> fault? Know, really? Oh, my god. To gosh. his credit, he does probably one to two good things a week, every week. Unfortunately, he has the ball 16 to 20 times a week. And the rest of the time, he, he's just a... I don't want to use the word passenger, but he's just there. So he's a passenger. So, <laughs> yeah, but he's never never been the best player on the ground. I've never seen a game where he's he's been best. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of games where you can just kind of be a middling kind of player and fly under the radar. No one's really picked him up at a coaching level and said, hey, you know who does bugger all? Sean Attlee. So that's a skill in and of itself. And I have a lot of respect for the people who sit in the back corner of the office, never get questioned, and don't do any work. Yeah, yeah, you would actually, wouldn't you? <laughs> yep, it's like a dream job. So, Mrs. Mungrel, we've uh, covered off our, our topics for this week. You gave me a bit of a surprise then when you said... I know, you were looking yeah, down at something and I, I, I started it. It's probably a picture of Tex or <laughs> who knows what it was. Um, I'm looking for your early tips, and these are subject to change because... You often change your mind and you forget who you actually said on the podcast and you tip something completely. Oh, wait, no. Before we start. I don't want to talk about this. We had a, a bit of a, a tipping incident on the weekend. Is I this don't true? Like you at all. So, Mrs. Mungrel, mm. after uh, basking in the glory of sitting at one point six tips ahead of me, yep. now sits one ahead and is mm. looking very shaky. <laughs> Very wobbly up there. 
I want to be mad, but I set myself up for this so solidly. Yeah. So, uh, any idea what happened there? You just kind of put your foot in a hole and then fell in another hole and your foot was still stuck in the other hole and you were just falling in holes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blame work oh, and work. the stress from work because do you know what I did? No, I have no I idea what you do. the cats. Did they win? The cats? No, they lost. Yeah, I tipped the cats, which I would never do, and I tipped Essendon. Which why you never do. Would, why would I do that? No. Why would I do that? I, I just, I lost my mind. Well, let's, let's, let's see what happens this week because... I've got cognitive overload. Cognitive overload? I can't handle anything. Is that something to do with your car? <laughs> oh no, my car's not working. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's your cognitive, cognitive overload again. <laughs> Shit. What was that last time? <laughs> You charged me $470. You're a great mechanic, you are. Yep, just hit it with a hammer. Uh, Richmond play the Cats Friday night. Richmond. No no questions in no, your mind? No, um, I don't know why I would have tipped the Cats. They're gonna Gary Rowan. They're going to be without without our buddy Trent Cotchen. They're going to be without Dylan Grimes, Grimey, who somehow has, has got a concussion, and no one really knows why. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know whether he, like, fell over in the shower, like, beat his head against the wall. Slipped on some tiles. I Isn't think, that the common... Uh, yeah, that's that's the Charlie Curnow mm-hmm. excuse. Uh, I, I think that he's actually looking after someone from the other team here from the weekend. So they played the Bulldogs. Now, he's exited that game with a delayed concussion. So something's happened that he's not really saying much. The club's not saying much. There's obviously not footage of it. Who knows what's happened there? But the old school players code is you never put put someone else in. Uh, that's kind of going out the window. You never basically complain about being knocked over or hit by another team. You just get up. Jeez. You don't you don't tell on them. So, you know, something's mm. happened, but who knows what. GWS versus versus Essendon. Oh GWS. Really? They're playing up in Giant Stadium in Sydney. Yep. So you're back on board with GWS? I was never off board with no, that's GWS. That's our daughter's team. That's Toby Green. It's Toby Green's the green team. Mm. Uh, they went over and whacked Adelaide. So although Essendon played good footy against Carlton, you don't think they'll travel well? No. All right. Let's put a line through them. Sorry, Bombers. Suns versus Saints. Going to find out a lot about either team in this one. Both Matt Rowe's have, not back. No, not for another three or four. Saints. That's it. Mm. All right. This is um the King Bowl. <gasps> Max versus the other one. Ben. <laughs> ben played more games than Max and kicked more goals. <laughs> and you're calling him the other one. <laughs> yep. I'm barracking for the Suns in this one. Who's just, it? Just because wait, wait, you called the t- him the other one. Suns versus Saints. Yes. Yeah, no, you I'm, like them I'm both. going with the Saints. I'm tempted to pick the Suns here, but we'll soon... Oh, I'll have a look at the teams if and when they come out. North Melbourne versus Collingwood. 17th versus 18th. Collingwood. Now, if Collingwood lose Collingwood. this... If Collingwood lose this... In your opinion, Mrs. Mungrel, in your informed opinion... Uh-huh, uh yep. Does Nathan Buckley get the sack? Yep. You'd sack him, you like, righto, Bucks, you just lost to North. They haven't won a game all year, and you've cocked it up again. Yeah. 
Would you play Darcy Moore in defence, where he was all Australian last year, or forward, where he had five or six touches last week? Chuck him on, <laughs> chuck him on a backward wing. The old backward Do that. wing. Yeah. It's what happens when you uh, spend our podcast looking at pictures of birds. <laughs> is that is that that's not a thing? Is it a backward wing? Nah. A wing is a thing. Back flank. Back flank. Oh right. He plays centre half back. So there's flanks on each side, and he plays in the <sighs> middle of them. And last year he was adjudged as the best player at that position, and this year they're playing at the other end of the ground. It's an interesting move. Experimental. Mm. Not working. I reckon if if they play him up forward in this game, he'll probably kick six goals, and all of a sudden. Buckley will feel vindicated. But I don't know why you would move him from a position he's going to play ongoing centre-half back. Anyway, Melbourne versus Sydney. Oh, Melbourne. Easily. Melbourne to go... Easily. 8-0. and oh. Yeah. Yeah. Sydney upset the Cats last week. Sydney are going to be demolished. But he's back? No. No, I don't know if he's back. They're, they're saying he's a strong chance to play, which probably means he's not back. Is Isaac Heaney a swan? He is. <gasps> Look oh, at me. Look at you. So hang on. Edge. Hang on. It's boyfriend material versus boyfriend. Excuse the paper rustling here, people. Because I just wrote this down. So it's Petrarca versus Heaney in the battle of the potential boyfriend no, materials. Don't forget Clayton Oliver. Still oh, gets one. Oh, no. It, demons. Demons have it. Clayton Oliver. Like the luggage. Petrarca's what? luggage. <laughs> He's not Petrarca's luggage. He is. What He's if carrying I said... Along. And the boyfriend Oliver stakes. and Petrarca. Doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? No. Nope. Mm. Uh, showdown. Port versus Adelaide. The two Adelaide-based teams. Adelaide. Adelaide just got whacked. Adelaide. You... <laughs> <laughs> well, we will differ there and I'll, you will lose. I'll watch the first part of this one. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll enjoy that couple of minutes. So will I. <laughs> I'm not watching that at all. <laughs> Hawks against West Coast, played in Melbourne. Oh. West Coast. Yep. If West Coast is are serious, they should give the Hawks a hiding here. They really should. They haven't won on the road yet this year, and this is their best chance to really come in and make a statement at the MCG. So if they don't, I'm not sure they're, they're going to be a force at all this year. Anyway. Dogs and Carlton. Crips versus Bond. Oh, Bond. Oh, Bond. Bond and Caleb Daniel, yeah. What about Sam Walsh? What about him? I like him. Well, who sponsors them? Who sponsors Carlton? Yeah. I don't know, but it used to be Vizzy, the cardboard, you know, people. Yeah, look, I think Mission Tacos. Mission Tacos? All right, Mission Tacos wins the day. And finally, the Lions and Dockers. This game was supposed to be played in Western Australia. It's been moved to Queensland because of COVID. COVID's like a ghost in my mind. <laughs> it's like a Scooby-Doo character. <laughs> Watch out, oh, COVID. There's a lot of things that are like Scooby-Doo characters in your mind. That's the way I operate in my life. <laughs> You're Watch out, it's the fella. tax man. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, no, it's a parking inspector. <laughs> Anyway, um, who you got there? I forgot who we were talking lions, about. Lions and Dockers. Lions. Yeah, Lions yeah. should. If it was played oh, in WA. because um, one of my, my new friends at work, or not really a new friend, kind of an old friend now, but he has only just started watching football and he's a Lions supporter and I really want them to win. Bandwagon jumper. 
jumped on a successful team or a potentially successful team. Should have barracked for North Melbourne. They will have barracked for in, North Melbourne. Get in on the ground floor and build with them. Yeah, look don't, at... Yeah, yeah no. don't wait until the team's like had a couple of years in the finals and jump on them. Very disappointed in whoever this person is and that, oh. that I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's really how teams get supporters, isn't it? By my, by my disapproval. Skating along the bottom. <laughs> Yep. Picking up your supporters as you go. Had this game been played in Western Australia, I thought the Dockers might have given it a shake. But in Queensland, I can see the Lions romping it in. So, yeah, we might have similar tips. I really hope you tip Adelaide. I really, really hope you tip Adelaide. Really? Really. Can you? Who's the, who are they playing again? Port Adelaide. Jeez, what is even the point of that? Okay, well, who's in Port Adelaide? Aren't they the Adelaide? same team? I was waiting for you to say that. Ooh. Ollie Wines. Oh. Charlie Dixon. Oh. Yes. All of a sudden, he like... Oh, Charlie oh. Dixon. Well, he's a oh. big fella. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, we better wrap this up because this is degenerating quickly. And I'm, th- I'm not taking responsibility for the degeneration of this last couple of minutes. This is all you. You're going to have to cop this, all right? I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> and on that happy note... <laughs> We'll finish up episode number three for 2021. I almost forgot the year. That's how well I'm traveling. And I hope to hear you guys back here next week. Cheers.